Hello and welcome to another Down by the Creek mini-sode. I'm Alvin Williams. I feel like if you're here at this point, you already know that, but I will explain who I am for one last glorious time. I am something like a digital pioneer, traveling the world of Capeside, slowly filling my head with knowledge about Dawson's Creek that is absolutely useless, and I'm not really sure why, other than the fact that it is immensely entertaining. Thank you for joining me once again. This week, I'm very excited to announce that we have our very first high school love triangle email. Uh, I can't wait to get to it. But before we do that, I have to, you know, uh, remark and look back on last week's episode featuring the incredible Stephen Ray Morris, one of my top five favorite Stevens for sure. I would say it would Steven Seagal, Steven Tyler, Cat Stevens, Stephen Harvey, and then Steven Ray Morris. Steven Spielberg is not on my list, and it's solely because of Dawson Leary that Steven Spielberg is not on my top five Stevens list. But Steven Ray Morris is. He joined me last creek, and it was an incredible episode. I had a great time. We talked about all kinds of fantastic things, had all kind of theories and laughs and, you know, looked back, had some really fun conversations and interesting conversations about growing up in the 90s and our own personal lives. But one thing that we did not touch on And I want to remark on before we proceed to move forward and get into an email I'm very excited to read and maybe read some uh, some uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Again, hey, please feel free to leave a review on there for no other reason than I'll read it on the show. Um, They don't really do anything. I'm not sure. It's what I've heard, but they are nice. And I think that subconsciously, if you look up a podcast and that number's on the higher end, I feel like you feel like that person uh, you know, is getting around. So let's get that number up a bit. Why not? And also just for own, your own selfish reasons, you can, I'll read it on the show if it's funny. So really make, take, make an attempt at it. Don't just, you know, really dive in on that review. Think about Stefan from SNL and, you know, get in that mind frame and then write a review on Apple podcast for down by the Creek. Go for it, do it. But anyway, one thing we did not touch on in season one, episode five of Dawson's Creek hurricane. There is a hurricane, Hurricane Chris. And just a little inside baseball, I thought about every time me and Steven sang Hurricane Chris playing A Bay Bay by Hurricane Chris, the rapper, but I thought it was too niche of a joke, and I didn't. And I do slightly regret it every day. So I'd like some feedback on that. If anybody's listening to this, do you know who Hurricane Chris is? Have you heard A Bay Bay? Did I make a mistake? Should I have? Follow through with my instincts and put that joke into the entire podcast every time we said Hurricane Chris. Let me know. Anyway, in season one, episode five of Dawson's Creek, there is a hurricane which causes everybody to have to huddle together in mass at the Leary residence. For some reason, their house is fortified in ways that everybody else's house in Cape Side is not. Mitch goes and retrieves Jen and Graham's from their house leaving behind one grandpa ryan or i don't even know his name honestly i I, they just call him grandpa i don't know mr ryan is what he was referred to as they left mr ryan in a coma in a home that is not hurricane proof alone with the power out this was an incredibly irresponsible thing that they did is mr ryan did he die is this the episode that he died i don't know When's the next time we see Grandpa Ryan? Don't tell me. I want to be surprised for myself. But I'm just speculating, and it's one thing I did not bring up to Steven. There is a grandpa in the Ryan residence, 
and he was left in that residence during the storm of the century. Everyone left their homes and huddled together and prayed together and thought this might be their last days on earth, which is why there was so much chaos in this episode. People, they had stuff they had to get off their chest. Meanwhile, the guy who literally has stuff on his chest had a heart attack or something, a bypass surgery, not really sure why he's in a coma, but he had something wrong with his chest. He wasn't able to get it off his chest and he was left in a den in a home that was not fortified to withstand Hurricane Chris. And I did not get to bring that up with Mr. Stephen Ray Morris. Perhaps next time, maybe we'll have him on again and, uh, you know, I'll bring that up. And maybe we'll just do episode five again. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll just throw that out and we'll redo episode five because justice for Mr. Ryan, for Gramps. But yeah, other than that, I feel like we touched on most of the stuff that I found entertaining and hilarious and crazy. I mean, the introduction of Pacey's brother, a gun being pulled over a game of Monopoly. Wow. This was a dramatic episode. Once again, I'll probably say it a couple of more times before we get out of this mini show, but thank you very much to Steven for joining me to talk about this ridiculous show. Uh, I would love to have you on anytime. He is a great person and a saint for taking time out of his day to you know join me to talk about this ridiculous show. Anyway, let's get out of reflections and let's get into some funny and awesome reviews. More so awesome. I'm not going to lie. I do like having my ego stroked and I like people telling me that something that I'm making is is, is, is doing good. I, I, I do appreciate that and I enjoy that. So please follow me on my ego trip. This review is from a person named Yay for Puddin 88. Yay for you Puddin indeed. <clears throat> I proceed. Alvin is fantastic. I love listening to him on Affirmative Murder, too, which is my other podcast that I have that is true crime related. But having grown up watching D.C., like, you know, it's abbreviated Dawson's Creek. That's for the real Creekers out there. Having grown up watching D.C. religiously gives Down by the Creek a special place in my heart. Oh, thank you so much. You have a special place in my heart for listening to this podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad the Murder Squad introduced me to this podcast, and I look forward to hearing so much more. Thank you so much. To everybody over there at the murder squad and over there at exactly right um uh, and also here's some, some more behind baseball i don't know if i've said this already i was not going to talk about down by the creek on that episode we went on to talk about a true crime case we had a great conversation you know you get to the end of a show when you're doing you know productions and you get a moment to plug your thing so i just plugged affirmative murder i didn't want to double plug it felt it felt gross i'm really not a guy that likes to overstep or, you know, feel like I'm, you know, taking advantage of a situation. So I really just wasn't going to say anything. And Polly is one of my first guests on the podcast. So it was like weird that I didn't want to do it because it does, it did tie in, but it just felt weird. But when we finished, we had a, we had an organic conversation after we wrapped the podcast and, you know, they were like, Hey, why don't you, Hey, plug that. So thank you to Paul and Billy and, and Polly and, and Steven for getting on me and being like, hey, no, man, come, you know, let's 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 jump back on and we'll talk about it. Plug it. So thank you guys for that. I really appreciate you guys. And thank you for listening to that episode and, and take and giving this podcast a chance. I'm glad it resonated with you when you heard us plug it and you jumped you jumped over here and I hope you continue to enjoy. Here's another review. Let's why not keep it going, right? Uh, the title of this is this podcast is a dream come true for you and me both 
Gen R300. The review reads, I was an obsessed tween slash teen when Dawson's Creek, she abbreviated it with uh, DC, when Dawson's Creek first aired. As an adult, I have caught bits and pieces of episodes and I always cringe. Everything Alvin says is spot on. Now, I believe this person is referring to just the podcast, but I believe that a lot of the stuff that I say just in life in general is spot on. Is that egotistical? I'm reading reviews about myself, so there's your answer. This podcast is so hilarious, and I'm grateful we have to wear masks because I'm walking down the street listening and laughing behind my mask. If I didn't have one on, people would think I was a crazy person. This podcast is 10 out of 5 stars easily. Now, thank you, Jen. That's obviously not how the system works. I wish that you could give more stars than are available, but that's not the case. But I appreciate the sentiment that this this show is above the amount of praise that you can give it in the algorithms of Apple Podcasts and other things that you can rate things on. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for leaving a review, and thank you for listening. You are a true, I don't have the authority to, to dub you a creaker, but you are a creaker because you watch the show. And I don't know if people who watch Dawson's Creek call themselves creaker. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and let's go ahead and establish this right now. If somebody has some, you know, some rebuttals, has some receipts to pull up to tell me I'm wrong after what I'm about to state, please send them to me. But I believe that a true creaker is somebody who both listens to this podcast and watches Dawson's Creek. I don't know if people who watch Dawson's Creek are calling themselves creakers. I don't know if that's the case. If I'm wrong, I'm, I'm wrong. But you got, you got to prove it to me. So you know what, Jen R300? You are a creaker because you listen to this podcast and because you watch Dawson's Creek. Shout out to you. I've got one last review, okay? One last review. Please just listen. I'm very excited that people are enjoying this podcast. I didn't know if anybody would listen to this. I wasn't even sure people even still cared about Dawson's Creek. And now that I'm in the world, I'm, I'm meeting people from fan accounts on Instagram and talking to people who are lifelong Dawson's Creek fans. So this is a true revelation to me, and I'm so excited to be ingratiating myself into the world of Creek. So just please, just 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 humor me, okay? My last review is uh, the, the, the most recent one, and I'm... This one is very warm and dear to my heart as well. The, the title is My Current Favorite Podcast. Oh, that touches me, man. That just touches me so much. You know how many podcasts exist? Thank you. Thank you to Sammy Renee. Shout out to you, Sammy Renee. I don't know why I'm putting so much emphasis on your name, Sammy Renee, but shout out to you. I've never written a podcast review before today, but I feel compelled because of how much sheer enjoyment this podcast has brought into my life. I've been a longtime Creek fan, watching since the show aired and several rewatches via DVD since. I was in eighth grade when the show first premiered and was in college, was a college freshman in, in Boston when it ended. She really put some emphasis on that. The show encapsulates high school for me, right down to the American Eagle wardrobe. Reliving this experience through Alvin's eyes and humor has been wonderful. I look forward to each new episode. Thanks, Alvin. They thanked me. No, Sammy Renee. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving a review. And thank you for being in Boston at some point in your life. 
All right, that's enough of the reviews. Thank you to everybody who's been leaving reviews, even if I did not read yours. Thank you so much. Now, uh, let's get to the nitty gritty. Here's, oh my God, I'm so excited. I am, I got this email and it brought me so much joy because I really think that this sometimes, you know, people are uh, bashful and shy. So it takes one. Somebody has to be the first person to go dip their toes in the water. Everybody's standing back. Oh, no, it's cold. I'm so more comfortable sitting on my beach towel. Oh, no, I I, I, I think I want to go in the ocean, but I, it's just I, I don't know if my body can handle the shock. And all it takes is one person, one person to stand up and say, you know what? He asked for some high school stories. I'm going to send him one. Fuck it. Let me reveal myself. Let me get personal. Let me uh, peel back the layers of anonymity and reveal myself to the world on this global podcasting platform that is down by the creek. One of the hottest, if not the hottest, Dustin's Creek podcast in the globe. And that email is from one, let's just say Sarah. I don't want to put all of her whole name out there, even though I'm not sure if she said I should or not. Anyway, Sarah, you know who you are. This is your story, and I'm very thankful for you sharing it. And it's, uh, it is a great story. It is a great story. I love it. I also have a couple more emails that I'm going to read, but this one, I'm sorry. I just, it probably is more dramatic to read this one last, but I, I'm going to, I just have to, I have to read it. I've already built up the anticipation so much. Let's just, let's just get through this together, folks. <clears throat> hey, Alvin. Every week you ask for high school love triangle stories, and you haven't read one yet. So here I am to break the ice. Yes, you are, Sarah. Time to step up, Creakers. She said that. She said that. I love the energy. The energy in this? Oh, my God. The podcast frequently takes issue with the verbose dialogue of the teenagers on the show. Big word. So I'd like to provide you a real-life scenario of a smooth-talking teen. Oh, my God. Let's get into it. I had a crush on a boy who had been in a long-term, a year is a long-term in high school, relationship with a girl I was casual friends with. But they had very recently broken up. I'm pretty sure he cheated on her. In hindsight, not a great guy. Anyway, we'll call this girl Katie. Katie and I were definitely not BFF territory, but I had been to her house for a school project, and we got along well which means you probably drink Capri Suns at her house. You dirty, dirty devil, you Sarah, but I will proceed. One day, after I was walking with another friend to the science hallway for environmental club, ooh, cares about the planet, love it, that you cared so much about it that you joined an after-school club, possibly? I don't know. Didn't, didn't know an environmental club was a thing. And was telling my friend about my growing crush on this boy and regaling her with tales of him flirting with me. Because it was after school, yes, it was after school uh, program. Because it was after school, the halls were quiet and thus echoing quite a bit. As we turned the corner to reach our destination, there was Katie standing outside the locked classroom waiting for our teacher advisor to come let us in. She had heard every word. I was mortified and there was no escape. We looked at each other. I blushed intensely and said, oh, hey, Katie, I... I looked around desperately for something to talk about to take away from the awkward silence. I like your shoes. My friend tried not to laugh next to me. Katie said, thanks. Thank God I could hear the telltale sound of teacher heels coming from the other direction. 
I think I blacked out after that. I don't remember how the rest of Environmental Club went. Clearly, Dawson's Creek had taught me nothing about delivering quick quips in a, hall, in a school hallway. Love the pod. Can't wait until you realize how long it's going to take you to get through the series with a bi-weekly release schedule and bump it up to weekly. Sarah. Well, Sarah, thank you. That was a phenomenal email. I don't think I'm going to change the way that this is formatted because <laughs> although the pandemic is still happening, I don't want to get overwhelmed with 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 uh, everything on my plate. So I think it's going to stay bi-weekly, but I appreciate your enthusiasm in that. That's something that you would even think is something that you want. Thank you very much. That That means a lot to me. And it means even more to me that you took time out of your day. You crafted a beautiful email with so much suspense. It was so well written, first of all, so well written and such a great teen melodramatic moment that we all can relate to. You know, the 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 relationship bugaboos of high school. When how long do you have to wait before you can start dating the person that was dating somebody that you kind of know? These rules, they're all put under a magnoscope, a magnoscope. They're all they're all put under a magnifying glass in high school. Oh, my God, you kissed a boy? Oh, she's fast. Oh, man, that kid, uh, didn't he pee his pants in third grade? He pees his pants forever. You know, these are the things that under a microscope, I think that's what I wanted to say the first time, under a microscope uh, are exaggerated. But looking back as adults, these are the things, these things are hilarious to look back on and laugh at you know how embarrassing and who gives a shit who cares if that hallway echoed and this girl heard that the guy that she broke up with likes you now or what who cares but at that moment when you turn that corner i could feel how much you cared the 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 mortified feeling of like oh my god did they did they hear me macking about their ex i loved it sarah i applaud you Thank you for sharing a bit of yourself with this podcast, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Now, I have other emails to read that aren't about personal stuff, just honestly kind of more more stroking my ego, if I must be honest. So anyway, uh, this one's from Tacey P. Shout out to you, Tacey P. Uh, the email reads, hey I just listened to the premiere episode with you and Amanda, and my two biggest takeaways are, one, you and Amanda are hilarious and awesome together. I already loved her from Wine and Crime, and you guys have the best, greatest, bullshittingest rapport ever. One, I want to say, uh, Amanda has really become, me and, me and Amanda have become fast friends. I really respect her and Kenyon and Lucy and everything that they do over there at Wine and Crime. They're building an incredible brand, but um, I've really become fast friends with Amanda. She's a really awesome person. And no, Amanda is not going to be the new host of the show because she's got a lot on her plate. But Amanda's welcome here anytime to talk about Dawson's Creek. I had a great time. I couldn't think of a better person to really make me feel at ease to do my first episode with. With a person who, aside from some chit chat on social media, I did not know. That conversation was between two people who did not know each other. So um, thank you, Tacey, for noticing that. She's a really awesome person, and I really appreciate her coming on and being my first guest on the podcast. It was really appreciated. Uh, her second takeaway was two. Love, love, love getting to make fun of and love Dawson's Creek with you at the same time. Excited to catch up. Tacey, thank you so much. What you said there at the second part is very important. I want people to realize, and also I think it's made clear, 
by my passion is that while I am making fun of this show in a lot of ways, I am thoroughly enjoying this podcast. This is not a show that I think should be like canceled or, oh my God, they're, they're not handling that right in 2021. I love that. It's so cringy and embarrassing and crazy. It's like, it's like opening up a time capsule, this show. I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to degrade this show, demean it, you know, call it to task, you know, and, 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 and say that it's, it's uh, problematic or anything like that. I love it. I love this show so much and I can't wait to watch more. I hear season five is like insane. Can't wait to get there. Uh, our last email that we have is from Phaedra. Hello, Alvin. It was just a period, so that's the vibe that I feel. Hello, Alvin. No time for frills and excitement. Let me get to what I, I wanted to say. Hello, Alvin. I watched most shows on the WB. I watched most of Dawson's Creek until the college years with my life getting busy with college and working nights. I decided to rewatch the show since I never fully saw it. Welp, that lasted only one and a half episodes until hearing of your podcast on Murder Squad. Blessings. Shout out to them again. I started cruising through episodes, most of, the, most of the time skipping the theme. Understandable. With seeing most of the early shows, I'd always do stuff in the kitchen with the show on in the background. I watch shows with closed captions on because sometimes of missing the words or the captions will have different words. I think I understand what you mean. Uh, but sometimes the captions are wrong. That happens too. So you got to be careful about that, Phaedra. Sometimes the captions are wrong. Sometimes it's not you misheard it or you might mishear it, but the, the captions mishear it too. So you got to be careful about that as well. There was one time I didn't get to skip the song during an episode of season two and the captions had the lyrics for I don't want to wait. Very trippy as I don't know the words for the song playing now. That's, that is interesting. The song's just like, well, this is Dawson's Creek. So Paula Cole's I don't want to wait should be playing right now, obviously. Well, you're wrong, closed captioning. You're wrong. When I saw that, I knew I had to tell you. It seems it was caught for season three, as there are no captions. Loving the podcast and the guests. Can't wait to hear who you'll have on there and hear your thoughts on the show. Phaedra. Phaedra, shout out to you. Thank you so much uh, for telling me that. I think that's a very interesting Creek fact that in season two, apparently, uh, they're playing the lyrics for Paula Cole's I Don't Wait. I don't want to wait in place of Jan Arden's song that opens the show on Netflix. Uh, I, I can't confirm that because I don't watch Dawson's Creek with closed captions on, but maybe when I get to season two, I'll pop them on and see if you're right, Phaedra. Maybe they changed that too. Maybe they fixed that. I don't know, but I'll keep an eye on that. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who uh, submitted things, left reviews on Apple Podcasts. This, again, this means a, this means a ton to me, man. This is like a uh, pet project to me. This, this is this, this, this doing this means a lot to me. Uh, it's me stepping out on my own and getting to be lighthearted and joke around, which is really who I am at the core of me. I do love affirmative murder and talking about true crime and hanging out with my best buddy and trying to shed light on current events and stories that don't get talked about enough. I love that. I love doing affirmative murder, but I'm a silly, silly fool, you know, and sometimes you can't be a silly, silly fool when you're talking about really serious topics and real world things, you know, and that's what we, that's, that's the choice we made. We chose to do a true crime podcast, albeit a true crime comedy podcast. That's something we chose to do. And so I understand that I don't, I don't always get to be a silly, silly boy, but here at down by the Creek, I get to be analytical and, you know, talk about tones and thematic elements and 
And those are things that I enjoy doing. And on top of that, I get to be a silly, silly boy. So the more people that listen to this and tell me, hey, I love what you're doing. It really makes me feel good. And it gives me the motivation to continue to keep doing this and try to grow it and get great guests and funny guests and insightful guests and people who maybe were on the show maybe someday. And and, um, all of that is fuel. So I thank everybody for taking time out of your day to leave a review, to write an email, to comment on an Instagram post, whatever. Just show and support me so much. And thank you very much. Anyway, uh, let's get into next Creek, right? Next Creek, my guest. I don't, there's, there's not a guest that I will have more chemistry with technically than my next Creek's guest. I don't know how that will translate into podcasting, but just as two people, there's not a person I can have more chemistry with in like in life in general with than with my next Creek's guest because next Creek's guest is my fiance, Sierra Fath. She will be joining me. We will be talking about episode six of Dawson's Creek season one baby. And Oh boy, that episode is nuts. I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to, for her to talk about it. Sierra is a very uh, nice and kind person who, who rarely has a negative thing to say about anybody. So I'm going to try my hardest to just get some negative and some hateful words about Dawson out of her. I'm going to try my hardest. Um, but I'm very excited for you guys to hear that episode. Like I said, episode six, baby, my guest is my baby, my fiance, Sierra Fath. I'm very excited for that. Can't wait to see what you guys think of that. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I don't really know if there's anything left to talk about. Um, oh, uh, before we get out of here, of course, if you are a person with any kind of musical talent, even something experimental, maybe you like uh, know how to turn zeros and ones into sounds. If you think you can craft that into a cover of Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait or even Jan Arden's song that opens the show, uh, please submit that to creektalk98 at gmail.com. Also, be a Sarah. Don't be a Karen, be a Sarah, be a Sarah. And if you have any, we all went to high school, right? For the most part, not judging if you didn't, but most of us went to high school and most of us were teenagers. All of us were teenagers. I mean, that's, I mean, come on. I mean, I, 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 I can be a hundred percent confident in that one, right? All of us were teenagers at some point, right? So all of us were teenagers at some point. Hey man, be a Sarah right in. Get it off your chest. Laugh about it. Send it in to me. Let me laugh about it. Let me talk into the microphone. Send it out to thousands of people potentially. And they can laugh at it. Let's all laugh together about the ridiculous things we all did in high school. Send those to creektalk98 at gmail.com as well. Title it whatever you want. Pick the story you want to pick. Whatever. Send it in to creektalk98 at gmail.com. But more importantly, I want to see who the, uh, aside from Alyssa Turtle, I want to see who's going to be the first person to step up and cover a full Paula Cole cover. Who's going to be the first person to submit that? That I'm excited about. Don't be shy. There's no judgments here. This is not American Idol. I'm not looking for perfection. I just want people who genuinely love this show, who genuinely are enjoying this podcast, and who genuinely love that Paula Cole song, to sing it with their whole heart and send it in. Play it with your whole heart on the piano. Play it with your whole heart on the guitar. Play it on your whole heart on the oboe and send it in to creektalk98 at gmail.com. And I look forward to it. I thank you all once again. Thank you for continuing this journey with me and let's keep it going. 
Creakers United. Let's have a great time. See you guys for episode six. Be safe.